Hey guys, my name is Destiny. And my name is Megan. And we're two black girls. At a predominantly white institution. Trying to survive. At a predominantly white institution. And here's latest tea. At a predominantly white institution. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hey guys. (laughs) How is everybody? We're so sorry. Like this is long overdue. We really apologize for that. It's really long overdue, but... We are back and we are better, rejuvenated, and ready to get this show on the road. Am I right? OD. OD, OD. So, last episode, we left off with you guys knowing that we went to go see Michelle Obama. Which was fully funded by the school, by the way. Completely funded by the school. And we just want to give a really big shout out to Middlebury and this. And Hector Fila. And Hector Fila. Amazing. We wrote a proposal basically saying how important we thought it would be to go see Michelle Obama speak because and how, she's like how much of an impact the show would, would have on us exactly especially at this point in our college careers and they gave us the funds and it wasn't even just me and destiny it was also our other friend Amanda who also got to come with us and it was she's phenomenal yeah. it was so good it was amazing Michelle Obama is as great as she is there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with her she's walking black girl magic she's Perfect fantastic in, like, every way yeah so we went to go see her in Brooklyn um, we went to the Barclays Center, and it was on December 19th. 19th, yeah. yes. p.m. you know. Forever remember that date. For sure. And she, like, touched on a lot of topics that we really wanted to talk to you guys about and spread her knowledge through the podcast to all the black girls out there who didn't get a chance to see Michelle Obama. Right. But get her book, you know. You know, get her book, <laughs> yeah. The book is good. The book's good. <laughs> because what she did was uh, she would read her book. With somebody else, Sarah Jessica Parker was her co-star, I guess, yeah, for this like her, for the yeah. day. And she, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker would pull out quotes or ask questions about the book, and then she would just answer and go on these tangents that like really just like helped us. Yeah. I think it's nice to have like that live reading. It just, yeah, like, helps. she's beautiful. Oh, her point of view. Oh, her oh. outfit was her phenomenal. outfit was fire. So fire. <laughs> oh my phenomenal. gosh, it was so good. She was wearing these knee-high boots, and I <clears throat> were they just like all like gl- like gold? Yeah, it was just like she was just wearing was like beautiful. She was just stunning and um so yeah we wanted to touch on like a few topics um so I guess my biggest takeaway from the the book tour was when she was talking about her and Obama being in the White House and like obviously being the first family in the White House that's black Mm -hmm. and Mm African-American that was like a really big deal and she just always spoke about like them constantly being in like I guess how we describe it like survival mode and how the bar for them to reach was just like always higher than probably like like, a white person would have been in that house. And so with her, it was, like, but then they always had to, like, push to the standard and, like, hit that bar. But then once they hit that bar and exceeded that bar, it, like, went higher. And it went higher. And I just, like, I think it reminded me to, like, when my mom brought up the idea of, like, working twice as hard to get half of what they have. Yeah. And so, like, that thing always sticks with me because, like, when that bar goes higher, like, I feel like as black people, we can't, like, slack if you want to go somewhere. Like, we literally need to always, like, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. And, like, just to know that she did that was really inspiring. She did that for eight years. Yeah, literally. And, and like, then even before eight years, when she was in Princeton and, you know, undergrad and when she went to law school, she was always just, like, pushing. Right. And it's just, like, not it's not an easy crowd for America, them being black. Like, that's just, like, a lot of backlash every, mm-hmm. every day that she had to deal with. And phenomenal. Was, they did that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the number one thing that resonated with me is that she kept on saying this a lot in different interviews about how she was a box checker when she was growing up. When she was um, in and out of college, she would always just check off boxes. Like when she went to when she went to Princeton, she was like, "Okay, I, I'm at the top. I'm at one of the top colleges. Now I want to go to the top law school." And she went to the top law school, and then she got into the top learn. She was just firm, and she was just like checking off boxes and boxes. 
And that really resonated with me because I feel like it's important, especially as women of color, to have the right boxes to check off because it's very easy to be um, pushed to do something else. It's very easy to be distracted to do other things. And I think that it's so important and like to see a woman, to see a black woman, and she's like 50 something years old, whatever, who you know, survived this life that we're doing right now. And I'm not trying to compare it. Like, it's not like we're like dying at Middlebury. We're very blessed to be where we are. But it it is a constant feeling of being in survival mode, like Michelle Obama said. And to see her be like, you know, get your boxes, like write out your boxes. And I did after I saw her. It's like, you know, I want to get a degree from Middlebury. I want to go to medical school after this. And, you know, I want to buy my mom a house. Just like her being like, accept what's going on because yes. like it is true like because yeah. like it's true like yeah. you're gonna go through this but like you can know do there's it. a light at the end of the time there is a light and she like, like really and important. you know she even said and we took notes like while we were watching her she was like be like when you get it and whatever your it is you know be the light for somebody else you know so and i thought that was just like great because i think that is the purpose of a lot of things. And I was watching Denzel Washington give a speech at um, a, a college. And he also said, when you make it, go back to where you started and, you know, mm-hmm. pull somebody else mm-hmm. up. Because I know there's another black girl out there somewhere who, like, wants to be in my position. And, you know, if I have the resources or even just the courage to be like, hey, you can do it. And that'll, like, change her whole mindset on something. Like, I want to do that. Like, Michelle Obama literally, like, she was speaking to me, Destiny, and Amanda in that crowd. And I know we were amongst so many people in that crowd. But, like, just hearing her say those things really resonated with me. And, like, even when I came back to Middlebury, I was sitting down and I'm, like, looking at my boxes. I'm, like, I got to check these boxes mm-hmm. off. Like, no no bullshit. Nobody's going to come in between these boxes. Because at the end of the day, I want to get to a point in my life. Where, like that I wouldn't get just, to. Like, also in a letter note when she was talking about Obama, I think, and just mm. like when they first met. Yeah. And she was like, of course this guy is like handsome and like he has like this swag that she adored so much but she was like, I still got my not, boxes. Yeah, she was like, I'm not letting this get in the way of that. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's definitely like accepting that like those feelings, like human nature and like love and like romance but like not forgetting where, like, why you were there in the first and place. And that you know goes I mean? to back, yeah, that goes exactly back to what I said about to what I said about you know having your boxes is important because you don't want to get confused, you don't want to stray away from your goal. So literally, I'm I'm gonna put boxes like on my board so that when I sit down to do my homework, I see it, you know, and I'm not gonna get easily distracted. Like you can't, especially when you got being black and being a woman in America against you. Like, you have to have your boxes, and she had her boxes. Always. Yeah. I think that was, like, the bulk of it. And it happened right before the new year, which was also just, like, phenomenal, you know? And we saw her December 19th, and, like, a couple of days later, or, like, a week or so later, we uh, celebrated the new year. And me and Destiny brought in the new year together. and We did. It was so amazing. It was great. Yeah. So what was your resolution? Oh, oh, right. So... (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think I'm still trying to, like, gather, like, what I really want to, like, happen this year. Um, but I think with me, it's, like, accepting, like, when I'm faced with a problem, like, to acknowledge it and to, like, process my feelings properly, like, in the moment. Because I feel like I always have a hard time, like, talking about my emotions. To or, other like, people. To other people. And even with myself, I'm like, yeah, something bad happened, I'm going to ignore it. And so I think for me, it's, like, really just, like, sitting down with myself and, like, thinking about this and, like, finding out, like, how could I resolve this issue without, like, freaking out and, like... Mm being so like keeping it so internally because then it'll come out in different ways and right? you don't like want that yeah um 
and I think just like doing more reflecting like what's been going on because I feel like now like we're getting old now and I think we're realizing that yeah and it's like I'm really just like not in high school anymore yeah or just like a kid anymore yeah and it's like I have to like get my shit together yeah and it's like a lot because I'm like I'm gonna ignore that because I'm only 19 but I'm like lol this Baby is starting girl, like now you're graduating in two years it's, really like, ter- it's like terrifying yeah, so yeah I think for me, my New Year's resolution is, like, big time is, like, stop lying to myself. Like, I cannot lie to myself anymore. And, like, I always used to get confused because, like, I there was, like, my whole freshman year and even the beginning of my sophomore year, I was like, I don't know what the hell's the matter with me. I was very sad my freshman and the beginning of this of my sophomore year. And I contributed my sadness to being like, oh, is it that I don't like myself? And that wasn't the issue, you know? It was more so I was lying to myself. And I always contributed like being like sad or depressed with the idea of not liking yourself. But that wasn't the case. I was just lying to myself, like point blank. I made things that were not good seem better so that I could sort of like make the situation better in my head, which wasn't healthy. I think Megan and I have also come to the conclusion that being selfish with yourself um it's pretty beneficial in, like, many ways. Yeah. But I don't know in what way we're being selfish. Well, like, for what we want in life. Uh, so how I look at it, like, it was actually a, a, a friend of mine in my chemistry lab who, who said that. She was like, I feel like I'm so selfish here. I'm so self-absorbed at Middlebury because all I'm thinking about is getting good grades and, like, getting a good GPA. And I was like, I low-key feel that. Like, I do feel that. Like, we're not giving to anybody right mm-hmm. now. I mean, like, in the long run, we are giving to, like, our families when, mm-hmm. we get our G- when we get our degree and shit like that and our careers and stuff like that. But, like, right now, how I look at it is, like, it's okay to be selfish right now because you're you're checking your boxes. You're in your midst of checking your boxes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, like, because I feel bad, too. Like, I feel like... I feel like I am self-absorbed here. Like, cause I'm telling you, all we do is study, like study, study, yeah. study. And then we take tests and then we learn new concepts and then we sign up for new classes and the cycle starts all over again. Like I'm not giving back to anybody. Like I'm really not. But in the long run, you know, when you get your degree, when you're happily doing a job that you worked really hard to get and getting paid buku dollars and like, you know, ha- creating the impact that you wanted to create it. That is when you'll be able to not be selfish. When people are confident of what they want, I need to be confident. With it. You know what I mean? Like, it goes if back I'm to not trust. confident in what I want, yeah. like yeah. I'm going to follow what you do, and yeah. which is bad. And that, that's what it's you're bad. trying to talk about being selfish. I need to be selfish. And that's, not what what I'm talk- that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. I mean, I get what you're talking about, but that happens naturally for everybody. What are you talking Everyone's about? Everyone's in school grinding to get grades that they want. Yeah, but you don't, like, you like, you don't. Feel like, cause okay, so Michelle Obama said that like she learned more about herself when she was giving to others, and you agree with that, right? Yes. Like that, I feel like that's just like human nature. Like when you give, like you feel better. That's just like human nature. Comes to friends or you know significant others, you know, being like this isn't working for me. I got a blast, and being confident in that decision, and being selfish, even though it might be working for them, it's not working for you. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean when I say it's okay to be selfish. And I think yeah, me too then. Not that I still. No, but like me too, Odi. Odi, Odi. RTRT. So that's what me and Destiny have realized over the past three years. Three weeks. I feel like you guys haven't heard from us from a really long time, but now you can hear that we somewhat like, got it's a our, lot of reflecting. A lot of fucking reflection. Like even like being home for a week, I was like reflecting so much. I was like, I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. Like there's dead ass no time for that, you know, or anything that hurts me in any type of way. 
Starting this year, Destiny and I thought it would be a great idea if we had the concept of Black Girl Magic go beyond our podcast. Through maybe videos where people can explain why they like our podcast or... Their experience with Black Girl Magic personally. And if they could relate in any sort of way. So, feel free to send us videos on our Instagram at... Black Girl Magic. With no vowels, and we will surely post it. Thank you. You're... You're... Yeah.